Welcome back to the Manga Revolution Podcast, your home for the best in-depth commentary on the manga and anime industry. I'm your host, Kevin, and with me today is Mr. Legionnaire himself, Rock. How are you, Rock? Doing great, Kevin. Glad to be here, as always. Yeah, it's great having you here because um, it's an exciting time for us anime and manga fans because uh, Swaysha just had their Jump Festa. So this entire <laughs> episode, we're going to be um, talking about all the great news that came out of there. Um, I'm sure Rock is excited about one. Mm thing in particular that we're going to be absolutely about. so <laughs> yeah so but before we get in all, into all that let's I just want to do some quick housekeeping so that we could get into the exciting news um so um as always you can follow the manga revolution podcast on spotify apple podcast google podcast and wherever you could download uh your uh podcast um and you could also um find rock and i's work on concretrevolution.com where we do a bunch of articles on the concrete manga industry so you could check us out there and um we've been doing a lot of the year in um, wrap up so you can find our year wrap ups for comic books and then also we just recorded last week an episode on our favorite mangas uh, rock and i went down our list of top tens for for those that was a fun episode so you could go check out the episode there on our revolution.com website if you want to see where you could download it and then for myself you could find me at the kevin lightness on twitter and kevin l07 on instagram and then for the Conquer Revolution, you can follow them on Twitter at CB Revolution and the Manga uh, Revolution Podcast at the Manga Podcast on Twitter. Uh, Rock, where can we find you? You can find me on both Twitter and Instagram at Rock2K's Revolution. Awesome. Well, um, like I said uh, at the beginning, we're going to be covering the Jump Festa. It's a super exciting time where uh, Swisha basically unveils all their plans for 2022, specifically with anime and other, other things. So we're going to be covering... Um, everything that was came out there. So to start off, I know this is Rock's favorite announcement, probably of, <laughs> of all of Jump Festa. That was like I think the first announce, really the first announcement that came out was Spy X Family's um, anime trailer. So this is uh, for those that may not know, Spy X Family is getting an anime adaptation. It's going to be releasing in April 2022. It's going to be um, co-produced by Wit Studios and CloverWorks, and it's. Um, so it's going to be premiering, like I said, in April 22 as part of the anime spring season. And and if you are not aware of Cloverworks, Cloverworks has done like the fairy tales last final final season. They've done Promised Neverland, Horima, and Persona 5 with Wit Studio. Um, they're most famous for Attack on Titan and the Pokemon movie, um, The Power of Us, that was a couple of years ago. Um, so, so again, some big studios that are producing this anime, which is great. And the anime trailer basically just shows off, shows off the style for the anime and Rock, what did you think of the, the trailer and for, for Spy X Family? I loved it. I loved it. I thought it looked fantastic. I thought the anime really captured the style and the feel of the manga very well. And it was just great to see these characters that I love so much moving around, talking and interacting with each other. And I thought they nailed the very cool, collected uh, mannerisms of Lloyd and I thought they got the badass, sultry vibe of your. And then, of course, Anya, they just totally nailed the whole mugging for the camera over the top voice for Anya. It was really well done. I was so excited they were able to really capture the personas of each of these three characters and convey them so well in just a really short teaser scene, too. So it got me really excited for the anime. Yeah, and it, I really like that it captures, like, the unique style of Spy X Family, just because, again, it has, it felt like it had, like, a little bit more painterly art, art style with, with what they showed, which is yep. great, because, like, the like we've talked about with Spy X Family whenever we review it, is that 
the art style, as simple as it is, it's very unique compared to all other mangas that we're reading because of how simple it is and how he maximizes that simple art style. And it feels like the animation that Wit, uh, Wit Studios and Cloverworks have captured is like going off of what Endo's uh, like work is on, on the series. Absolutely. They did, a, they did a really nice job. I was worried about that, to be honest with you, because I do part of the magic of the manga is the simple yet very effective artwork. And I just like don't I didn't want this to become too overly complex and too overly ornate. It's not that's not what this kind of story. That's not what this manga needs. And they and they didn't do that it is tastefully restrained and on point, I thought. Yeah. And so it's very exciting. Um, Like I said, it's going to be premiering in spring 2022. So we still got a, about four, four months for it to debut. But it's going to, it's going to be exciting that it's coming out here for. And it's definitely one of the enemies that I'm most excited to re- uh, watch in yeah. 2022, especially after watching this teaser trailer. And I hope that we get a longer trailer trailer or maybe <laughs> not. Actually, maybe not be just because maybe I just want to just go in knowing what yeah. knowing what uh, the story is already anyway. So we don't yeah. need more probably. <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm with you. Awesome. Uh, is there anything else that stood out to you in the trailer that you wanted to point out, Rock? No, I, I just I, I I feel good. I feel like they we got a good budget. We got a good animation that's going to be very respectful of the source material. So I, I'm I'm really excited. This should be a lot of fun. And you know what? Also, I'm hoping, Kevin. I'm hoping this anime attracts more people to the manga, and they see. I mean, it's been selling well. Don't don't get me wrong, but it'd be nice to see it get even a larger sales bump in the uh, sales charts. That would be fantastic. Yeah, and that, that's the other interesting thing when it ever comes to anime adaptions, that it's always a sales bump for any adaption, even if the adaption's not well-received, at least the initial few episodes will bump up the um, the manga sales. So, And we already see that Spy X Family is in the top 10 of um, manga sales, and it's one of the few um, mangas that it's actually reached that point of like being able to get in the top 10 uh, for yearly sales um and so you got to think that with spy x family getting an anime adaption it's just going to rise up in the rankings probably to compete with like the top five possibly that's that's what i'm thinking too yeah so yeah it's a, another exciting um announcement and it was a good way to kick off uh jump fest i think they they were very smart to kick it off with spy x because it is visually and every and everything we know about the story is probably going to be one of the breakout animes of next year at least that's what uh knock on wood what what i hope it will be <laughs> yeah. <good. laughs> um. So after that, uh, other news that we got is some more more news on Naruto franchise. Um. Rock, I know that this is not too much of an interest to you just because you didn't watch Naruto or read read the manga. Um. But I just wanted to include this just because I I did. Um. So we are going to be getting two new um, manga adaptions for Naruto that are going to be for basically ad- adapting the novels that came out um a few years ago. And it's going to be one of them is going to be the Naruto Konoha uh, Shinden Yokimori Nipocho, uh, which is like a story that, um, of Kakashi and Guy going to a hot spring and, and uh, Murai, Murai uh, which is uh, one of the Jonins in in uh, Konoha. Uh, she's going to be protecting them. And so it's just a little fun adventure and it's going to be uh, written and drawn by Natsu Sai. Um, so it's like a little, it's a nice little fun adventure of just showing Kakashi and Guy's friendship and things like that. So for fans of Kakashi and Guy, I would highly recommend uh, uh, keeping an eye on that. And then the other thing is they'll be adapting is uh, the Naruto Sasuke Sasuke story, which is the, um, the Uchiha and Heavenly Stardust, which is going to be starring Sasuke. And it's like co- kind of also starring Sakura. 
Um, it's going to be done by Shingo Kimura. And again, if you're a, it's kind of like the other, the Konoha Shinden. It's if you're in, interested in like uh, Sasuke specifically, it is a story I recommend checking out. I read the no- novels for these. And so if, if those characters have always been interesting to you, I would recommend checking them out whenever they do get a released. And hopefully they do get a release here in the United States. Because I, um, I would love to see it more vi- like on visual storytelling with the manga as well. So um, and then after that, we also got an announcement that uh, there's going to be a new Naruto stage play that's going to be uh, co- that's going to be following up the current stage play that's going on in, in Japan, which is covering the the Pain Assault and the Five Kage Summit arcs. Um, so we're going to get a follow up from that, which is probably going to be um, more more focused on Sasuke if I have to um, if I had to guess, and it's going to be setting up the big final battle so we'll probably end up like that stage play hopefully if i make it out to japan i'll be able to watch that so my plan is next hopefully if everything <laughs> opens up i want to uh, go to japan next year so maybe i'll catch that if I, i'm lucky enough so fingers um, crossed. exactly so i would love to actually watch one of these stage places i've heard actually really good things about the naruto stage plays that they've been putting on and they've basically adapted the entire manga and it seems like their their plan is to adapt the entire manga for all, with all these stage plays that um, they've been doing almost like a, on a yearly basis with Naruto um, quietly. So, uh, Rock, did any of these things interest you? Uh, you know, when I have the time in my life, Kevin, to sit down and dedicate the the massive amount of hours to, to consume all of Naruto, I am. I'll probably opt for watching the anime versus reading the manga, though. Uh, I just... Consume the anime faster than the manga. I, you know, whatever. Because uh, probably because I'm doing other things while I'm watching the anime. <laughs> you know, like you're working out or you're doing whatever. Yeah. While you got it on TV. Um. So I'll probably do the anime route when I have the time. I'm going to do it. What I do, it, even though I won't be watching these now. You know, I'll get to it whenever I get through the anime. What I do <laughs> like about it is I just like whenever you see any of these novels being adapted into manga. I love that. Mm-hmm. That's fantastic. So I, I just, I'm, I dig when publishers do this. More of this is a good thing because I know there are a lot of novels out there that really kind of get into, uh, you know, niche storylines or niche mm-hmm. characters, supporting cast and whatnot to kind of flesh out the entire universe yeah. in general, fill in the cracks of the main manga that you got. So I like this. This yeah. is cool. I, I like to see more of this. Yeah, because it, it's always good to see that, like. Um, more character expansion because I know we talked yep. about it like a few episodes ago, like Chainsaw Man getting some light novels, mm-hmm. um, and and it's like these light novels are are, um, are a good way to just like you said give more backstory to characters or give like another perspective of like the story you've already know. So, um, so it's, it's a good thing that they're doing this stuff and like it just shows kind of Naruto's popular continuing popularity because they're not this is actually adapting more of like. Um, before the current Boruto anime. So it's yep. just kind of showing people, like, if you're interested in, like, what happened in between, like, Naruto and Boruto, this, these are going to be stories that you'll probably be in, into if you're st- um, a fan of the Naruto franchise. Yep. Awesome. And then for the, our next story, was, um, we got the newest trailer for the Dragon Ball Super Superhero anime uh, movie, and they actually officially announced that it's going to be releasing on April 2022, or April 2022. <laughs> It's a tongue twister <laughs> there. Thanks a lot, Toy. Um, yeah, so it's uh, Toy. Toy's uh, doing the animation for that, and um, yeah, it's going to be released in Japan. And we got a new trailer along with a new poster. And for me personally, uh, Rock, and I'm sure this is actually you because uh, we we're kind of copacetic on this thing. Is that yep. Gohan is front and center on the 
on the movie poster and we do actually see him on the, in the trailer so it's, i know that that was all i needed yep. for for me to be just even more excited for this movie is like they listened to our podcast possibly and said knew that we wanted more gohan and they <laughs> gave it to us so uh-huh. um, it's great to see him not not just see him in like front and center in the poster but right in between Go, uh, goku and piccolo that i thought that was yes. like a nice little touch there and it yeah. looks like gohan has his like like even longer hair, but like yep. Super Saiyan hair with like without being Super Saiyan. So that's yep. I thought that was super cool. Uh, Rock, what do you think of the trailer and uh, poster? Uh, well, people with the listeners don't know, I'm pumping my arms in the air as you're talking there, mentioning Gohan because yeah, yeah, it's it's what you and I have been begging to see. And man, the the anime gods are answering our prayers. We're getting Gohan front and center. I love it. The trailer, Kevin, focused a lot on Gohan as well. Dare I say, Kevin? That Gohan is the main focal point of that trailer. He seems to get more more screen time than anybody else in the trailer, which yeah. is fantastic. Yeah, and and, and, I, and it's going to be interesting too because, like, what the previous trailers they had a place a focus on Goku and Piccolo yeah. and then Pan, and like we do know that Pan is going to be a part of this. Uh, sure. Just kind of feeding more into that. Where this it seems like this story is going to be focused on like the son Goku's uh, family um, dynamic, yep. and that, that's what I hope is. And we also know because it's the Red Ribbon Army, even though Red Ribbon Army is tied to Goku, it's also tied to Gohan with Cell. That's and it right. is, and it does seem like Superhero is kind of following the Cell saga uh-huh. and Android saga, so which is Gohan, really Gohan story. So yep. um, so I'm really looking forward to see what they do. And hopefully, hopefully this means that Gohan gets is gonna get the love that he rightfully deserves. That's what I'm hoping. Look, I just loved, I loved that they had him fighting. He's wearing his glasses while he's fighting, fighting, fighting. And then you see him as he powers up. He just takes the glasses and just, he just chucks them. He chucks them like that recruit who chucked the Florida State hat across the room before he announced he was going to Jackson State. Oh, yeah. He just oh, chucked yeah. it. <laughs> and just revealed the shirt awesome. underneath. Oh, uh, yeah. And then, and it's kind of going into like, a little like little Clark Kent Superman type reveal yes! too of like taking I, off the glass and that's the transformation oh, into now yes. you know it's actually go go yeah. Honda the Saiyan warrior not just go Honda human uh teacher. Yes, I mean that moment was like that 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 was one of those oh yeah but when you saw him do that you're like oh I cannot wait to see the next moment but they don't show it to you of course because it's a yeah. teaser but you're like oh you know he's gonna open up a can on somebody oh so, yeah for sure I, this this got me all excited as obviously as a big Gohan fan this is what we were all hoping yeah. we would get and I I'm even more excited Kevin now for for this movie than I was before. yeah and, and like the other thing that they've done a good job in too is that it feels like this movie this movie in general is going to be a good way to whether they start a, a new anime after this or if they if they're just going to continue the movie route I'm glad that they're doing the time skip of where like they're a couple years older than where, where yes. we last saw them in super or even like in the current super manga because it yep. feels like it gives them more room because the one thing we haven't seen in any of these trailers which is like I noticed was that we haven't seen Super Saiyan, like the transformations into Super Saiyan. Yeah, you're right. Uh, and like both you and I have talked about it, uh, it seems like they're trying to go away from transformations. Like even Akira Toriyama mm-hmm. has inside the um, manga currently that he's writing. He's talked about how like had Whis and others bring up that Super Saiyans are a crutch that like Goku and, and um, Vegeta specifically have been using for a long time. Yep. And it seems like Akira Toriyama is well aware of like people's complaints about the transformations and maybe mm-hmm. continuing with that trend of like uh, ultra instinct, ultra ego that we see that yes. Gohan when he powers up, he doesn't power up to Super Saiyan level, right. um, which is usually when we, what we see in these movies, even when Gohan has said, oh, I don't want to do that anymore. 
he has like in the movies he's always transformed into super saiyan and so i'm glad that maybe we're going to get more of like this route of gohan goku and and vegeta figuring out we don't need to go super saiyan to be the strongest people in the world i, I totally agree um I'm, I'm all on board for that so so yeah so that's gonna be good and then um yeah and again like i said it's going to come out on april 2022 um and that's going to be Japan. Hopefully that means that we could get that in like around Christmas time of next year. Cause usually that's like, we get like a it's usually like six months, seven months after right. the movie debuts in Japan, we get it here. So hopefully that means like around in, in the holidays, we get, get it as a nice Christmas present next year. So, yeah. Um, and then for me, probably my most exciting announcement, cause as exciting as um, Spy X family was for rock for me, my <laughs> most ex- thing that I was most excited for was, that the Bleach anime is going to be returning with Studio Para next year. And it's, we're finally, finally getting an adaption of the Thousand Year War arc. Um, so for those that might not be aware, Bleach unfortunately got canceled because it got it was that dreaded thing of the anime ended up catching up to the manga. It had a bunch yep. of filler arcs. And because it had so much time where it was doing a lot of filler stories, a lot of a big filler arcs that it lost a lot of interest in, in ratings. So yeah. by the time it would get to the, that big final story arc, the ratings weren't there. They just decided to cancel it and stop it. So, um, and also kind of give tight Koto who was um, unfortunately, like by the time he was reaching the end of, of bleach, he really got burnt out really hard on, on bleach and wanted just to take a break. And yep. he felt like he had to ex- extend a story just because of how, popular bleach was because it was part of that holy trinity back in the 2000s of uh naruto one piece and bleach so yeah and so again it was like it was really unfortunate it seems like taikudo is has been uh rejuvenated um recently because we've seen him do more bleach stuff um as of late so it looks like the burnout that he was suffering through um which again you i do not um, blame him at all it's understandable when you have this popular that much pressure Yes. And to produce things. And again, any creator deals with burnout. And um, yep. but it's a good thing to see that he's been more. It feels like if I, I follow him on Twitter and he do, he's doing a lot more stuff like artwork and things like that, that it seems like he's getting to a good place right now where he's wants to start creating more and more nice. uh, at, at the last few years. So um, but for this thousand year war arc, um, like I said, Studio Parrot is returning to um, produced this anime and um, it's going to be releasing in October 2022 so it's uh, going to be part of the fall 2022 season and um, the one change that they did make for this is that uh, Tomo Hisa Taguchi um, is going to be replacing Noroyuki Abe as the director for the anime so um, and Abe was like the director for most of Bleach mm-hmm. um, and they're also re- um, but uh, Kudo is returning as like a character designer for, for this so and also, we're going to have uh, Shiro Sagisu uh, returning as composer, which I, I mentioned that just because specifically the music of Bleach has always been, I think, the best thing about the series and probably like the best, mu- the best music out of any um, anime that I've ever watched has, yep. has been Bleach because they yep. also mix in like rock music from like oh, yeah. other countries and things yep. like that. So because Kuda yep. loves like visual storytelling of like other countries and the style of like the United States and yep. France and all that stuff. So it's awesome that they're returning the same composer because he has oh, yeah. in the anime, he definitely captured what Kudo loved about like getting music from other countries and stuff like that. Yes. So I'm glad about that. Totally agree. Yeah. So yeah. Cause he like even puts out like, uh, like all the characters' favorite songs and they're always like, like hardcore rock metal songs yeah. or, or, yes. or, 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 or yes. something like that. So, or, yep. or rap or whatever, cause every character is uh-huh. different. So, um, 
so yeah, so it's exciting. Uh, Rock, are you? Uh, did you watch Bleach at all? I did so I, I read the Bleach manga for the first three, first three four years. Then I kind of dropped off. You know, just juggling so many titles, especially back then, Kevin. I mean, comic book revolution was in full swing. I had gotten it up and running, and I was just reading. I mean, at that point, Kevin, I was probably reading like forty DC and Marvel titles a month it, it just was so hard for me to juggle it all it, it dropped off the table uh but i but i always watched the anime mm-hmm. and i and yes i i was uh, one of the people that kind of got ugh, you know with all the filler episodes yeah. like, of the manga i was just like oh no this is no longer good but anyhow having said that since i watched the anime i'm really excited to see that we're going to get some new content yeah. uh, of bleach anime this is exactly what i was hoping we would get i am I am all in on this. I am so looking forward to this. It, 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 being able to see the thousand year war arc, which I didn't read. I, I, I know of it. I know about it. Okay. It's hard to avoid spoilers your entire life online. Right. But it's, it'd be cool to see it in anime format. And well, I'm just and, really excited. They got uh Sagusi back to do the music to, to your point. I think that is so important mm-hmm. for this anime more so than most animes. Yeah. And, I think it'll be, I'm not going to say spoilers because I did read the manga and the Thousand Year War, but right. I know that there's stuff that Kudo was very dissatisfied because he ended up rushing that story arc a lot. So okay. there's, and there's also decisions that his editors ended up making for him oh. that he didn't want to because he wanted to, okay. There, uh, like I said, I don't want to spoil it, but there are decisions that he initially made in his outline that when he got back to his editors that told him we, you cannot do that. Um, gotcha. So I will be very interested to see how much control he has in this and if he ends up changing any specific story beats of it, because there's a very important story beats in the thousand year war arc that if he decides sure. to change it, like tell mm-hmm. the animation studio, hey, I want to go this route instead. Right. Um, it will change a lot of the like the the mo- big moments in the story will maybe be okay. bigger or will be very much different. OK. Um, Again, I don't know that usually like these anime adaptions will be straight up anime adaptions of the manga source material, but I would be very interested to see if Taikudo goes with, tells the animation studio, hey, this is my original plan for the series. It does change a couple story, uh, story beats for, for things that happen, but this is why it would happen and I want you to do this. So it, it would be, I, w- I would love for him to do that. Oh, yeah. Um, I don't expect it, but, <laughs> um, but I would be very interested because I know that's going to shock a lot of people. Um, if he 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 does that kind of control for this so um, absolutely and, and it would, it, yeah it, and it would definitely pop fans because uh fans oh, yeah. that know about that were very excited that it, it, about his original vision for some some character decisions right so awesome but yeah it's a very exciting time so i'm glad uh october 2022 uh can't come soon enough here for oh yeah for this, so and hopefully it gets on the other thing will be it, that's interesting with this is that if it's going to be on Funimation at all because um for people that might not be aware Crunchyroll and um Funimation are merging by like next year so um usually Bleach has been on Crunchyroll the anime has come on Funimation uh most recently on on there but they don't have all the episodes so it'll be interesting to see since I think um Viz has the licensing for for Bleach along with Naruto so um, it'll be interesting if Viz works out a deal with Funimation to license it out to Funimation or where it's going to end up because it could end up on Netflix or or Disney Disney because we know that Netflix is also big on that. And um, right. I, I'm sure that Bleach may have like a little bidding rights deal for for it. So 
um, just that, that might be something else to keep an eye out for, for, for specifically for Bleach itself, because sure. I'm sure that you know, that Funimation and, and Netflix specifically will probably be competing for it since Netflix has been much more aggressive about what they get anime as of late. Yeah, they have. So, so again, that's another story to keep your storyline to keep a, uh, an eye on for 2022. So along with every other new story that we got to keep an eye on. Right. <laughs> <laughs> this is more fun. Um, and then, yeah, just moving on from there, we got uh, Chainsaw Man uh, announcements. So there's a couple announcements that we have, and they're both kind of coinciding with each other. The first is that uh, officially Chainsaw Man Part 2 is coming out summer 2022, um, which is awesome. We finally, 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 after what, about a year and a half, Rock? Is, is yeah, that, that been? yeah. Like a, a almost, two year, almost, almost two years, right? Yeah. Yeah, so we're finally getting Part 2, and so... Uh, <laughs> So it's finally here. I know a lot of a lot of fans are excited because we want to get that part two of Chainsaw Man, and along with Chainsaw Man, uh, the, uh, the part two manga releasing, we're also getting the anime in summer twenty twenty two as well. Mm-hmm. They didn't say if they're going to be releasing at the same time. Maybe they they do, um, and that, oh. that that would be the hope. That would be the dream to yes. experiencing both at the same time. Um, that would be um, so awesome, Kevin. Out of my <laughs> excitement. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and the anime for those that might not be where it is Mappa that's doing the um, the production for this, and which um, for fans of the occur like the final season of Attack on Titan and also Jujutsu Kaisen, they um, that they produce those. So you could expect Chainsaw Man is going to look very good if you're a fan of those those, those two animes. Yeah. Um, and we're also getting Ryu Nakayama, who's uh, the episode director for Black Clover and Jujutsu Kaisen for his past. And then also uh, Hiroshi Seko, who's done um, who's done episodes of the final final season of Attack on Titan. He's going to be writing all the scripts for it. Um, so we got those two kind of big heavyweights of that have very much experience writing big animes and directing big animes. So, Rock, what did you think of the announcement for the manga and anime? Or Chainsaw Man. This is all. Look, I've I've made no mistake. You can check out my reviews of Chainsaw Man over at ComicBookRotion.com to know that I have been praising this manga with like the very first chapter. I was all in on Chainsaw Man. I like to. I love Kevin when I when I nail a manga as being awesome before everyone else does, and then I feel vindicated. It makes me feel good for the times where I where I think a manga is awesome and nobody else agrees with me, and it flames <laughs> out and gets canceled. So. It, but we don't, we don't pay attention to those. We pay attention to their big big wins, which is cheats right, all that right. for you. Exactly. <laughs> Let's ignore the losses I've had. So, but this, I, I have been just chomping at the bit for part two of the manga. I am so pumped for it. I mean, I, I, I really thought Chainsaw Man was just, it just got better and better, Kevin, with every chapter. The art got better. The story got better. I really thought it was just gaining steam. It's one of those, sometimes you see a mangaka just catch fire as he gets more and more confident in his story beats and the direction he wants to go in and his art style, and he just gets on. You can just feel like he's building momentum until he's like a freight train and there's no stopping him. I thought that's where we were with the ending of Chainsaw Man Part 1. So I am so excited to see what we're going to get with Part 2. I have I, I have really, really high expectations, and I probably should temper them a bit, Kevin, so I don't disappoint myself, right? But anyhow, the fact that this is coupled up with the anime possibly being debuted around the same time, and I would hope that they they really need to unleash part two manga and the anime one-two punch in the same month. It's got to happen, right? Um, yeah. it, it, what's crazy is Chainsaw Man, 
you check out the sales charts, Kevin. I, you know, I, I review them every month. Chainsaw Man has been a good seller. It has been a good seller. It's always up there in the charts. Kevin, what is it? Much like Spy X Family, Kevin, what yeah. is going to happen when this anime rolls out? I expect a boom. I expect a big old spike because we didn't get a big trailer. We got a teaser trailer and they tricked me because you click on the, the YouTube link, right? It, it shows like a three minute, that it, is a three minute video. Yeah. So, ooh, oh boy, a three minute trailer. <laughs> no, 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 no. It's like maybe 45 seconds. And then like the remaining two minutes and 15 seconds is just like music and like the logo of the company and stuff. It's and like I, the manga, the man, like some panels from the manga. Yeah, and stuff. right. Yeah. So and that, that was like the only disappointment in this entire announcement. It was the teaser yes. trailer because I was like, you made a three-minute trailer, but yes. like you barely show any of the anime. I'm like, I understand it's a teaser, but just like, put out the te- just put out the teaser so that I know what to expect when I was when you see the time time code yes. of three minutes. So I know you're expecting something cool, something awesome and excellent that is gonna be like right. a mo- like a Marvel movie trailer, but it's not. <laughs> and that yeah. was like that was disappointing. I was like, that why was. don't you separate it out? You could have because it was maybe videos. what thirty seconds long tops. Yeah. It yeah. was very short, but it looked good. The little that we got, yeah. Kevin, looked very yeah. good. Yeah, I think I think that's really my only complaint about it. Yep. It, was, it was that it was that I would have preferred it if they did two videos of like one is I like agree. Cha- Chainsaw Man recap yes. for like part the, teasing the manga and yep. then the the forty five second for uh, yeah. the a- actual anime because like you could have done it because again you want to build it easily for the uh, the manga so you could have easily put this as part of like man- the manga hype announcement or whatever. Yes, no right, doubt. So. But that aside. The little that we did get, it did look really good. And this appears, based on this little teaser trailer, Kevin, it looks like they're going to bring the the blood and violence with this anime. Yeah, and um, they have MAPPA as the production company working on the animation for this. And they, they have done such excellent job of, being, of doing so many adaptions. Like, it's not just Attack on Titan, the final season, and Jujutsu Kaisen, but they've also done the original work that I know is super popular, like Yuri on Yuri on Ice, uh, in New Yashika, um, and and things like that that have all caught on, and so so I'm sure that they're going to do it. And I'm like the most recent anime that I've seen for them is tacked off uh, Destiny, which you can find on the Crunchyroll, and I mm-hmm. really like the animation that they use on there. And it seems like they're continuing to do their excellent um, animated work uh, for Chainsaw Man. Yeah, agreed. Um, after that, we got like a little small. Um, New news of Demon Slayer with that there we're going to get a new stage play for Demon Slayer uh, that's going to be premiering uh, next year. Um, and I just wanted to include this because how big Demon Slayer is and it's always yep. notable for these animes and manga. Like it seems like we're going that stage play route. We uh, talked about that with uh, Naruto and it's now Demon Slayer is getting it, which um, was a, a eventuality because of how popular Demon Slayer is. Uh, Rock, what do you think of Demon Slayer? Like expanding a little bit with stage plays. Um, yep. For the franchise, I'm not surprised. It's in it's such a popular franchise. It's such a good seller. Uh, this doesn't shock me in the least bit. Uh, one thing I will say, Kevin, is look, I I'll admit right now, not a fan of musicals. Mm-hmm. Don't really like the theater. Don't go to plays. Mm-hmm. But man, Kevin, if we had these kind of stage plays over <laughs> here in the states, I would become yeah. a fan of the theater. Okay, yeah, <laughs> I would go all the time. <laughs> but you got to think uh, eventually at some point because of how big theater is here in the United States as yeah. well. Like, I wonder if we'll ever get these stage plays for Demon Slayer and Naruto coming over here. Because we we do have that here in the United States with a lot of Broadway plays now yes. have been expanding to coming to other cities. And they actually mm-hmm. have world tour, like 
at least country tours of like going to different cities and things like that and i would it would be very interesting to see like either demon slayer or any of the other stage plays that we've heard announcements for like if they ever expanded because for the most part these stage plays will stay like are like two week cycles where they'll change like one venue to another right um so but they're not so they're not like countrywide they're not touring the entire country right it'll be interesting if they ever decide to expand on that um and try try out here because we do have that with what is it the harry potter um yes. stage play that was in the uk that was exclusive to uk now coming out to the united states and right. very very popular i wouldn't right. be surprised if they did that here because or i would hope that they would do that here because i wouldn't be surprised if it was uh extremely popular if they brought brought them over to to the united states and kind of also expose people to what J- japan does and to what what their stage plays compared to the right. united states or the uk because they're Correct. very different in how they handle the um these these plays yeah, I, I would be interested to see that happen. Honestly, I look, nobody knows for sure, but uh, you know, we're all just guessing how well it would do in this country. Mm-hmm. I got to think, Kevin, knowing the uh, knowing the, the people who like manga and anime in the States, you know, I, I know enough people in that culture, been, been in that culture for decades now. Yeah, I actually think you would get a lot of us to go, and there are a lot of us in this country. Yeah. Yeah, I think I think you could make money doing it. Yeah, and when, when you like look at the pyramid of like uh, um, our Venn diagram of anime fans, manga mm-hmm. fans, and then also the theater kids, that that will that you get yes. a lot of crossover with. Yes. That. So, um, yes, you do. And people that love the theater, so I would be yep. very interested to see them do that because, again, I would love it just because I, I do enjoy plays every once in a while. Like, um, it has to be a specific musical or. <laughs> Specific, uh stage play but or that i've heard a lot right. of good things about but um I, i'm always up for it and especially if it's like something for naruto demon slayer or something like this that i've heard a lot about um, sign me up and, yeah sign me up and then also i would hope that they would bring over their ja- japanese cast over here so that way they could Ooh, um, yes. i would i would love to see them expose like american audiences to yep. other forms of stage plays like i mentioned just because yep. it's always good to have that like diversity and when it comes to like yeah. cultures and show yep. how like their their state they put on stage plays compared to like to us and because it is very different it's a different culture and different ways oh, of yeah. directing and stuff like that absolutely agree so awesome well again it's going it's exciting and congratulations to demon slayer just continuing to blow up even after it's con- concluded the manga so it's <laughs> and that demon slayer train is not stopping whatsoever um, right yeah and then the other announcement we go from uh demon slayer 2 is hell's paradise uh G- joe crowd Oh man, I always mispronounce this. Is Jijo Huraku <laughs> um, is going to? Um, this is a official anime adaption. Of the Hell's Paradise actually is a manga that's already concluded. It's by it was by Yuji Kaku, who fans right now may know him for his work on the manga series that just released last, starting last year was Aishimon. So this is his uh, manga that he started w- was working on before Aishimon. Um, and it is an, another anime that's going to be produced by MAPPA along with Twin Engine. Um, and it's going to be directed by uh, Kaori Mikata. Um, and also also being uh, the composition by uh, Akira Tidachi, uh, who's done a lot of, who's done, they've done a lot of work on uh, side projects. And it looks like this is going to be their big, biggest project to date. Um, and yeah, they released a trailer for, for this. Uh, Rock, did you read the manga for Hell's Paradise um, at all? So... I did not read the the manga for Hell's Paradise. Oh, we did we did sample Ayashimon right yeah. in our prior podcast, mm-hmm. and I have stuck with Ayashimon. Okay. I, I'm still reading it now. We're on chapter six or whatever. I'm all on board. So 
I would imagine, since I love Ayashimon so much, mm. I would imagine I would enjoy Hell's Paradise as well. Yeah. And I probably, again, due to time restraints, I think what I'm going to do is rather than going back and reading the Hell's Paradise manga, I'm just going to hop on board this anime with the first episode uh, since I like uh, Kaku's work on Ayashimon. I'm probably going to like Hell's Paradise. And the anime trailer that we get, Kevin, is just badass looking. Mm-hmm. I, this, I thought this trailer was just phenomenal looking. It looked <laughs> wicked as anything. I just, I loved it. Yeah, and it's also interesting that um, hopefully I, I did enjoy the trailer a lot. And the cool thing about this is that Hell's Paradise is a conc- uh, concluded manga. So if it's successful... Yeah. It could just continue on and on and it doesn't have to wait for more chapters to come out. So it's yes. one of those rare anim- anime manga, like anime adaptions of a manga that it's our, it's coming out after the conclusion of it. Yes. So because yep. we don't really see that. We usually like um, we usually see a manga uh, anime adaption, like maybe like what, 30, 40 chapters into a manga series, possibly like yep. maybe 50 if I want to give a little bit more room for it. But yeah, it's usually, uh-huh. we don't see we don't see it this late in the game in terms of a, like a manga that's been going on or like in this case concluded yep agreed so. i i i'm i'm really excited for this i this this tra- this trailer hooked me completely it was just yeah. it was pretty yeah. wild and that just means no filler arcs <laughs> yes and i no am all for that kevin <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah so yeah it's very exciting i'm very interested because like yeah just like you with kaku's work um aishimon is my first exposure to yep. to his work so it's um exciting that he it's getting some recognition and getting, um, building up interest for his past work as well. So it's not just his current work, but his work in the past. And I'm sure that is going to make his name even bigger. And also, it's going to be good promotion for Ayashima because uh, people may be looking up uh, what other stuff that he's doing, and they'll be able. You could find the Ayashima on the Viz Media app and stuff like that. So again, it's congratulations to Kaku getting this uh, adaptation for his past work and now um, to hype up his current work as well. Definitely. Awesome. And then for. Um, we go from there to Jujutsu Kaisen. Um, Jujutsu Kaisen is also another uh, manga anime that's getting a uh, stage play in, uh, next year as well. It's going to be running from July <laughs> to August 2022. That was like the first real announcement that we got from it. We didn't get any announcements for like the anime return or anything like that, but we did get um, maybe even more exciting news is that Jujutsu Kaisen Zero, which is a prequel uh, manga, is getting its movie and we got an official trailer for that. Um, and for people that might not know, um, Jujutsu Kaisen, like I said, is a prequel and it, it, it does highlight y- Yuta Okatsu. And mm-hmm. it's just telling like the story before even Yuji and the other students that we know go to the school and things like that. So we're getting that prequel series. Um, Rock, what, have you been reading Jujutsu Kaisen Zero or, or at all? Yes. Yes, I have. I have. Um, I, I really like the prequel story a lot. Big fan of it. I'm a. I just like Yuta's character. I like the whole connection between Yuta and Rika, who is who is cursed with him, and I I fell in love with these two characters. I love the whole concept. I actually I know I'm in the minority when I say this, and I'm always the minority, Kevin, on things. So I'm used to it. All right, I'm, I'm, I'm used to it. But I'm in the minority where I actually am more interested in Yuta and his story than I am in the main storyline of Jujutsu Kaisen. Uh, and I know you, that puts me you, in the minority. I get it, but I am. I, I, I really am. So for me, 
for me, this is right up my alley. I was really, really excited to see this trailer. I'm I'm so glad that they are making this movie. I'm glad they're giving Yuta uh, his his time to shine. And I thought the trailer looked fantastic, which is not a surprise, Kevin, because the Jujutsu Kaisen anime has been a beautiful anime, you know, from the beginning. So I would expect nothing less than beautiful. <laughs> yeah. And, and what's fun is that it, since it is a movie, it has that movie budget and you could already tell yes. instantly from the trailer that it is on a higher tier animation quality than the, the anime itself. And the anime looks great anyways, but you can oh, see yeah. that how like Jujutsu Kaisen uh, Zero is taking that step up of like everything looks so much cooler yep. and faster like the character like with the character movement so like for me the standout like as much as yuda was a standout here because i did, i don't read the jujutsu kaisen zero manga mm -hmm. um mm -hmm. as much as yuda was a standout the other standout for me was um mika in, in the yep. like seeing her in action or maki sorry um yeah. yeah and seeing her in action um was awesome and i think they gave her like the most badass moments in the entire yep. trailer and i was like it's cool seeing her uh, her in her younger form and like because um, yeah, we, um, we do see her more as like the big sister in the regular um, anime. So it's it's cool to see her like a little bit younger, not the one, not the not the older sister type that we see in, in the current manga. Right. Agreed. So so it's super exciting. Again, I haven't like I said, I haven't watched Jujutsu. I haven't read Jujutsu Kaisen Zero and I'm maybe I'll, I'll not read it. So because I don't want to spoil myself for the movie and um, it'll maybe be a better experience for me just going in, not knowing the entire yeah. story outside of being a prequel on Yuta's character. So. I'm very excited and just seeing uh, uh, Gojo as well in there and just being his uh, wicked self as always. It's always <laughs> it's always good to see see that guy with with uh, with, with his character design just because I love his character design. Overall. Absolutely agree. So, so yeah, so it, it's gonna be exciting and um, the movie. I didn't say this before, but it, it's gonna release in December 24th in Japan. So it's gonna be a Christmas a good Christmas time movie in Japan, and so th that likely means that we probably won't get it here in the states until the. Um, 2023. So unfortunately, that that's what it means unless it, <laughs> unless it, unless it gets worldwide release. So Funimation, get on that. Um, <laughs> Sad. Uh, so yeah. So, but anyways, um, just going from there again. That's it's exciting. That's just coming out at the very least. Um, yeah. We do also go from there to Doctor Stone season three. Um, we did get like a kind of a teaser trailer for an anime special that they're going to do next year because unfortunately, Doctor Stone uh, season three will not debut until. 2023 so we're we are going to go a year without dr stone um but they did are going to be releasing an anime special which it looks like they put out a poster for it and also like a little teaser trailer for it as yeah. well uh rock are you a dr stone fan at all for or i am i yeah? i've never read the manga but i watched the anime uh -huh. and i i really enjoy the anime it's not i mean look it's it's a traditional shonen you know manga slash anime and so it's not like it's you know rewriting the <laughs> rewriting the genre but i enjoy it i like it i like the science aspect of it i think that's really we've talked in in other podcasts that i like the infotainment aspect of things <laughs> and so anytime you can interject some science i I'm, I'm all on board so i've i've enjoyed dr stone it sucks that we're getting such a these long breaks in between seasons they just they drive me nuts kevin and i i appreciate that there's a lot of 
there's a lot of moving parts and a lot of people involved and it takes a lot of time to to do things. And I know COVID and the pandemic have also slowed things down. So, you know, I'm I'm cognizant of all that, but still the fan in me is like, oh, why (laughs) did it wait so long, right? Because we're always, we're just impatient, greedy little monsters, aren't we? We just want stuff now, now, now. Yeah. (laughs) And uh, to me, Dr. Stone has always, it's kind of like, especially the anime has always kind of felt like Attack on Titan as well. Like what I hear from fans where like Attack on Titans, it takes forever to get like a new season. Oh, it feels God. like Dr. Stones is kind of falling in that kind of category of it is. The, the season just to production and other yeah. things that you might not see, like we don't are pre- privy to as fans um, yep. may just be impacting like how quickly it gets released compared to other popular um, animes that are out there. Because Dr. Stone does seem like it is a very popular anime. It's just not releasing mm-hmm. in the same clip as the other um, animes that we know of. It's similar or greater popularity. Yep, absolutely. It, it I think you've hit the nail on the head perfectly it is following the same same path as attack on titan it's too bad it's it's unfortunate but you know hey look at least at least we're getting this right we're getting we're we're getting we're getting an anime special in the summer to kind of tie us over kevin so we can make it so i do appreciate that 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 is very cool yeah so um so yeah it's gonna be interesting to see that and again it's um like unfortunate that it's 2023 but hey you know what at least we know that it's coming eventually so so that's a good thing. Um, and from there, we like we go on to our next news story, which was a nice one reminder that of what a company is doing is uh, anime adaption for Yasuki Tanaka's uh, summertime rendering, which is like a su- suspense anime. Um, it's basically based on someone's death and like an investigation on on uh, uh, like uh, Shinpei, uh, the main character. He uh, returns to a city and reunites with his child, child family for the funeral and the funeral goes smoothly, but under the surface there's a strange brewing end up in the island so that's kind of the description for that manga what and what's most interesting about this announcement because it is uh this summertime rendering is coming out april 22 but um and going to be released in japan but when it comes to streaming and it's actually going to be streaming on disney plus instead of mm. funimation or crunchyroll or any of the other anime streaming services so um for those that might not be aware that uh, summertime rendering is actually one of a few animes that disney plus has gotten the exclusive uh, worldwide wide rights to uh, for streaming and um so summertime rendering is going to be the first one out of these um, animes that they have other animes that they're going to have in i, I believe ne- next year is um, one of them is called black rock shooter downfall and twisted and the other one is uh, twisted wonderland so disney is disney is getting into the anime game rock what did you think of the trailer for uh, summertime rendering. Let's start with that. Uh, the trailer was solid. I can tell it's probably not, you know, tailor made to rocks preferences for anime, which is cool, which is totally cool. I get it. And I think that this is going to appeal to a lot of people, which is awesome. The, hey, the more stuff out there for everybody, the better it is for everybody, right? So it doesn't have to be tailor-made to me, okay? Not everything has to be for me alone. It's not, you know, so setting aside that it's not really what I look for uh, in my anime, it still looked nice. It, it it looked interesting. I could see if this uh, this type of story interests you. I could absolutely see why you would be intrigued by it and want to watch more of it i'm not familiar with the manga at all again not really my thing which is fine um what interests me the most about this entire story kevin is the disney plus aspect to it having disney plus being the exclusive worldwide streaming service for this anime 
is incredible. And it's not getting dubbed. It's going to be in Japanese and subtitled. Well, right? uh, so we don't we don't know that yet. They they only okay. announced the the voice actors for the three main characters of this. They didn't announce okay. for the, the entire cast um, list uh, for this. So that's probably going to be a later date. So we right. don't know, and and it's also a reminder that Jump Festa is a Japanese right. only um, festival, so it's not like Disney's going to be there. It's, <laughs> it's literally just Suisha, like Kondasha, yeah. Kondasha's not there, right? Or, or any of the other manga companies. It is just something that Suisha is putting on. Um, so like that might feed into why we didn't see like, oh, it's going to get an English dub because maybe right. they, it's, they, that's saving it for Disney to announce it whenever it comes out in April. Like clo- the closer we get to it, we'll probably have a better idea. Because right. um, I'm sure Disney will make their own announcement for it because Disney likes doing hype announcements for everything that they put on Disney Plus. Of so. course, of so, course. Um, I wouldn't be surprised, honestly, if Disney Plus does do a dubbing because it seems like they do dub, like make, they want to make sure that everybody could watch it. And out yeah. of all the streaming services, like the one thing I will get, like one of the things I will give Disney credit for is doing a lot of dubs and having a lot of languages available for everything that they have on, oh, the, yeah. on the platform. Mm-hmm. Um, and the only thing that'll be interesting with this uh, plan with Disney Plus is if it's going to release weekly in Japan or if they're going to wait until all the episodes are released in Japan and then just right. bring it out binge watch style for here. So that, and which would also give them more time to dub the anime yep. as well, because you yep. do want to have that room because usually like dubbing take like outside of My Hero Academia and really mm-hmm. like even My Hero Academia, usually you have to wait a couple weeks after like the first episode's debuts to get a, a dub of the first episode because yeah uh that's how just Japanese studios work is that they're they're more focused on the subbed aspect of it and then they'll really they'll release it to their license holders for hey you could dub it now. Mm-hmm. So so I wouldn't it, be sur- I wouldn't be surprised if maybe the Disney will hold off on releasing it here weekly because they're if they do that then they're they may only be able to release the sub version which Disney yeah. Plus doesn't seem like they want to do on that platform. No, I would be really surprised if we only got a sub version and not a dub version. Mm-hmm. And it would check me at all if they just wait and release them all at once, kind of like how they do with Star Wars Vision. Yeah. They got them all at the same time. I would imagine they're going to follow the same format. Mm-hmm. That would be my guess. So yeah. they'll sub it and then drop it all at one time. I find it's just fascinating that you see Disney trying to get an anime game. Mm-hmm. It's this, it, you know, it's, it's what Disney does. Mm-hmm. The world, the American comics have been have been getting their butts beat by manga in the past couple of years, and anime is just getting more and more powerful in this yeah. country compared to American animation. I mean, I know more and more people across multiple generations, Kevin, where anime is the mm-hmm. number one form of animated content versus american made stuff uh, look man japanese just know how to do things well okay <laughs> say, kevin yeah <laughs> but yeah no it's, and, it's, and again disney's and, like if you can't beat them uh buy yeah, them, them. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. and there, it's just more just examples of disney competing with netflix because really like the yeah. only competition that is close yep. to what disney is doing is netflix and netflix we see that how hard they're bidding on stuff they're competing oh, yeah. it seems like netflix has been competing with funimation 40s and now you throw mm-hmm. Disney, possibly Disney into the game. Obviously, mm-hmm. they're probably not going to get into like Chainsaw Man and stuff like that. That's a little bit more violent and not for their oh, audience. Yeah, but I would you could see that. them. Start, <laughs> you, you, you could possibly start seeing because um, them competing for more, more anime that's specific to their audience, in which there, well, are, you know, there, are, t- there are a ton of like comedy and romance type, like slice of life um, yes. animes that are out there that may be for like more 
the Disney Plus audience. And so that may be the avenue where I'm not sure if they'll be competing for like the bigger licensing of like of Chainsaw Man or right. Bleach, Naruto. I don't think that that's going to be the route they take, but if they made like invest more in like the slice of life enemies that are really still big out there and yeah. could be good for the audiences that are on the Disney Plus platform that they're aiming towards. Well, I mean, Disney owns Hulu, Kevin, and Hulu yeah. has quite a bit of anime on it too. Yeah. So it could just be, you know, Mama Disney looking over at what Hulu has been doing with anime mm-hmm. and going, hmm. that's true. Well, we can't bring, you know, look, they're not going to bring uh, Sonny Boy over from Hulu to Disney <laughs> Plus, Kevin. Okay, that's not going to happen, right? But they're probably thinking, well, what, but what could we, you know, anime is really, they have, Look, Disney has the internal metrics for Hulu, so they 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 can they have the evidence, the concrete evidence of how popular anime is in streaming numbers and their internal metrics for Hulu. They're probably looking at those numbers from Hulu and going, "Well, if we bring over kid friendly stuff, we can pump that on Disney Plus, and you know, bump up the uh, the the viewed hours and content available on Disney Plus." That wouldn't it wouldn't surprise me that you know, uh, uh, Disney acquiring full ownership of Hulu has now led them to deciding to bring anime on disney plus too yeah and it's gonna be interesting to see too because they're working with animation studios to produce like that uh twisted wonderland uh specifically mm-hmm. that's going to be like uh included a house where scar from the lion king and maleficent from sleeping beauty are going to be a part of so it's kind of almost yep. like kingdom hearts a little bit um yeah. and it's going to be interesting to see if how dark would they go because of, with the title of twisted wonderland Mm-hmm. kind of gives you a vibe that it's going to be uh not yes. a light light show so and again <laughs> that disney is releasing that worldwide um so right it's just another thing of how it's gonna be interesting with the worldwide i think the key thing is that it, they have the worldwide wide rights to them so that means that they're releasing it in other countries as well not just the united states so that's right. why I, I think that they may wait to like for the entire animes to be done whenever it comes mm-hmm. to like the stuff that they have licensed um and then they're going to dub it in all the languages that they normally do. Because, like I said, Disney has been more inclusive about that stuff of like making sure that they have every every country that Disney Plus is on, they have a dub, oh. dub version of that in that language. Yes, even like do. even yes, even even a lot of the old movies, a lot of old yeah. movies have like like Spanish, Portuguese, and all of these other languages. That, everything. I mean, I think they got Italian, French. I mean, yeah. good lord, they have just about every language you can imagine. Yeah, I've seen, you see all the options. It's pretty amazing. Yeah, and it, it's something that like Netflix does like on like a, maybe a third of their stuff, but not, yeah. not all of it. They, it's not most, all of it. Most though. of most no. of it is English, and then they're, yeah. they're lucky to find it in tra- translated and other depending on on wh- where the movie's from and stuff like that. Uh, agreed. Yeah, you're so, right. So it does like that is the one thing I'll give Disney credit for is that they mm-hmm. actually do invest a lot in dubbing. They do. So. They do. Um, Because that's what they are. And then for me, like when it comes to just the anime itself of summertime rendering, um, I'm very interested in it just because I do like mixing up like the shonen, normal shonen um, stuff that I read, watch and read with some like romance, slice life or even mystery stuff. So and this looks like it's going to have that mystery angle to it. And I I like having that just because it gives me a little bit more palate cleanser for the other stuff, (laughs) the action heavy stuff that I watch. So I mean, I, I do. I really do like the um olm as as a production company they've done a lot of great yep. anime so and the art style for summertime rendering looks like it's following a lot of the stuff that they've done in the past so i'm i'm very excited to watch this and see what disney does with it um when it comes to bringing it over here to the states and um how they're going to do that nice yeah so hey, Kevin, um before uh-huh. we get to our final yeah. item that we have here on our list of topics to discuss yes all right because i want to end on this one because it's the big one can i interject with just one thing i saw 
okay. uh, during Shueisha's jump. And I'm going to preface it. I am excited about what we're going to get, even though the mangaka creating it absolutely creeps me out. Okay? So I'm mm-hmm. separating the mangaka from what I'm going to get. I need to be clear about this, Kevin, because the mangaka is skin crawlingly creep. Okay. Anyhow, we're finally going to get, yes, we're going to get a new Rurouni Kenshin anime project from Leiden Films. I'm a massive Rurouni Kenshin fan. I read that manga, Kevin, when it was new as it was coming. I mean, I've, I've, I just adored it. I thought Rurouni Kenshin was just phenomenal manga. And then, of course, I watched the anime. And this is back in the day, Kevin. Remember when you had to like watch anime at like midnight on Cartoon Network? That's the only time you could find it. <laughs> I remembered. I was, I was there for it, too. Yeah. Yeah. Luckily so for me, I was in. Luckily for me, uh, Toonami was at 9 p.m. So I, I would watch it. at. Oh, no, you're so lucky. Yeah. <laughs> West, Co- West, Coast do- West, Coast do- West Coast dominance. <laughs> I get all this stuff so easier. No, I'd, I'd be awake at midnight. Uh, but um, I, I'm really excited for it. Don't, don't tell my Look, parents. <laughs> the, the the guy Watsuki is the mangaka and he does it with his wife who is a novelist uh Karu Kurosaki they've always been a, a team and they're a team again for this look the guy is a creep okay he got he got charged back in 2017 for possession of child porn he said in a deposition that the that what he likes are girls in late elementary school to around the second year of middle school all this is gross mm-hmm. it's disgusting and, and look, culture differences over in Japan, Kevin, the punishments for child porn, possession of child porn is not that strict. Oh, my wow. God. It's nothing compared to what we have in this country over there. You know what happens, Kevin? You can get imprisoned up to up to Kevin. That means you may not get any prison time. OK, mm-hmm. up to one year in jail. That's it. And Damn. find only Kevin up to meaning you could get find nothing up to eight thousand eight hundred bucks. That's Okay, look, we're American, so that blows our mind. All right, yeah. that's just not how. That's just not. Look, it's not how it's done over here. I know the laws over here. Okay, <laughs> so it's it's not how it happens. Yeah. Putting that aside, whatever. He's a creep. I do love Rony Kenshin. I am excited that we're getting this because it's been a long time since I've gotten anything new uh, mm-hmm. from Rony Kenshin. So yeah. I just want to put that out there with a big, big fat caveat, Kevin. Okay. Yeah. No. Um, <laughs> I, I'll be honest with you. I love Rony Kenshin when because I, I, I watched it as a. Um, Kid, like middle school, yeah, high school uh, for the anime. Uh, that's yep. my experience. But I did end up yep. reading the manga. I, I have read the initial, like the original manga. I haven't read anything new because for me, as soon as I, I know about that new story with the creator, and <sighs> as, as after that, after that, I was just like, Rurouni Kenshin is one of those things that, it. like, uh, Rurouni Kenshin is one of those things that now, like, it, it's one uh, part of a list where <sighs> it could be on any news article or whatever, but I just see a blank space on it just because I avoid anything with that series. It's um, just, now, as much as I love the anime, um, and yeah. I, I really do, and it's one of the animes that I credit to getting, great. Me, getting me to love anime, to yes, be honest. It, it's fantastic. But, but it's one of those things that I saw, like, what the creator did for it, and anytime I see a news article, I just never click on it. I don't care. Like, uh, I, I just don't care about as uh, much as I love that experience of Rurouni uh, Kenshin and the anime and I the manga know. original. Before, um, but since that news story came out, I avoid <laughs> anything with, with that franchise. It's you, stomach even though, burning. Even, yeah, yeah. Know, I just can't. I, I just can't. I just can't help like support any creator that gets involved. It does with that. that. So, yeah. It's, so it's look, like 
I have, I, I used to do criminal law defense. I was a yeah. criminal defense attorney as a, as a baby attorney. Right. Yeah. And uh, so I, I defended all sorts of criminals and I had, there were, but there were three types of criminals. I refused to represent. Everyone's got their own moral line in the sand, right? Kevin? Yeah, yeah. One, if the crime is against a child, mm-hmm. won't do it. Two, if the crime is against an old person, won't do it. Three, if the crime is against an animal, yeah. I wouldn't do it because those three are defenseless. Old people in nursing facilities, they're defenseless. Mm-hmm. They're like kids, mm-hmm. kids, defenseless, animals, defenseless. Yeah. So I, that was my line of the sand. I won't do it. So those three things I have no tolerance for. Mm-hmm. And it, it breaks my heart that Rurouni Kenshin falls in. That the, the, the creator falls in one of those three categories that I have no tolerance for. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and that's why I say like it it falls in that like I have that felt like either the, the Twitter filters for like <sighs> uh, keywords and definitely in my mind I have the yeah like anything Rurouni Kenshin and with the creator I have filters in my mind that I see past that stuff and I don't even click or I don't even see it on a, like a new site whenever it pops up. So I know. Uh, there you I, go. I, right, yeah, sorry, so, go ahead. No, no, you're fine. No, it's it's a shout out. It's like one of the big news stories for Jump Festa. But it is, and it like is. I know that fan, fan, like fans of just the franchise, not the creator, will probably, oh, yeah. are probably excited for it. And I, I'm yeah, not going to get look. Yeah, I'm not going to guilt trip anyone. If yeah. you love Rooney Kenshin and you want to watch it, that's cool. I love yeah. Rooney Kenshin too, and yeah. and and I get the excitement over it because I I got excited when I saw it too. So I'm not going to guilt trip yeah. anyone. You know, it's it's some people are better than. <laughs> Than, than, than me at separating things at times. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know what I'm yeah, saying? So, yeah, yeah, yeah that, 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 I'm not going to say anything more, but yeah, it's, <laughs> it's interesting. So, um, and for just getting into like our final big news announcement, I saved this for the last because I feel like this is our big story of Jump Fest. And really, uh, it seems like Swisher knew what they were doing because they saved this uh, for last, and or at least it was one of the last things that they had, which was uh, the news around My Hero Academia. First off, we'll, we'll talk about it first, is that we got the season six trailer um, debuted and we did also get an announcement that season six, we're not going to get it as soon as we've gotten other seasons and we're not getting season six of My Hero Academia until fall of 2022. So that means Oct- about October of the, of next year. So we're, we're going to have to wait a, a good 10 months for it to debut. It's not going to be a su- like a spring, summertime like it's been in the past. Um, but we are going this trailer from everything that looks like we got in the trailer for it um, is going to be adapting to a paranormal liberation war arc, which I am pumped for. I'm mm-hmm. very excited to um, watch it because um, it's going to be interesting with the season five and see how people react to uh, season six, because a lot of season five, I know a lot of people were complaining that it was a little bit slower, that we were getting recaps of a lot of characters of why we going to like the joint training arc and yep all these like refreshers, but I feel like season five was a good refresher course of a lot of characters we just haven't uh, seen or like, or shown off like since season two of the show. Um, And so I feel like season five was a good refresher of those characters because in season six, people are going to realize how important all those characters that in season five were highlighted because season six is going to blow up in with what we know of the paranormal liberation work. And then that's going to be, I am so excited to get it the official animation for, for that uh, rock. What do you think of the trailer itself? Uh, the trailer looked fantastic. It looked great. And, and I'm not surprised. This has been a wonderfully done anime from the beginning mm-hmm. in my book. So I, I, I have high expectations with yeah. series. I really do. And this, this trailer, uh, they hit all the marks. Uh, this is a story arc. I am 
really excited to see mm-hmm. them cover on in the anime. I think it's going to be awesome. I agree with you. I think season six will make people appreciate season five more and the strategy in doing what they did in season five. It will make sense. It will pay off when you watch season six. Yeah, I, I do believe that. Yeah, and it, it, because that, that's really what happened in manga. Because I remember with the manga, like season, yep. all the material that was covered in season five, everybody was complaining that this is feels slow, or mm-hmm. like we're spending a lot of time with characters we don't care about. Because again, we haven't seen those characters in mm-hmm. the anime. We haven't seen them since season two, and so in the manga, sometimes we didn't see them for like hundreds of chapters, um, really. So um, it's going to be very interesting to see um, how people react to season six because the Paranormal Liberation War arc is also possibly like the most action heavy and violent story arc that we've gotten in my hero academia. So it's going oh, yeah. to be very interesting to see how studio bones handles a lot of the violence. Cause there's big, big moments oh. in the paranormal liberation work, which again, I'm not going to spoil, but mm-hmm. it'll be very interesting to see how they balance it. Cause again, for yeah. those that might not be aware, my hero academia does air during the daytime in Japan. So that means that yeah. it is or- oriented it's- towards like the tweens and teens audience so it's not going to be the gory fest that a lot of people oh. and i know that was a disappointment with uh shigaraki's story in season five at the end of season five that it wasn't as gory or as bloody like um or right. gra- i should say like, as graphic i'm not sure if it's gory but as graphic as it was in the manga right um so it'll be interesting to see how how the uh, studio bones handles that because studio bones has shown that like at least in the movies in the most recent movie for my hero academia that was actually like the characters were bleeding it was a little bit more uh, like very much more violence when it comes to action like the yes. action was very much more violent um so i'm wondering if that, like that movie gives studio bones a little bit more freedom to do that in the anime or not um so so that and that's what i'll be interested with the paranormal liberation work on top of everything that i know about that happens in that right i agree i look i think people should temper their expectations if you're expecting it to be as bloody and violent as the manga then you're just setting yourself up for disappointment yeah. it's not a realistic yeah. expectation for this anime series it just it just isn't yeah. it is what it yeah. is it's kind of like it, it kind of falls in the camp of dragon ball uh because yep. you just got to remember that airtime and that airtime is not for the adult yeah. audience that's right. and that's and that's never what it's meant to be it's yep. meant to pull in the tweens and teens and even children so that's it's not right. a so and and sometimes we I feel like we forget about that <laughs> that yes. like because we're fans of we're fans of it and we're a little bit older in our twenties thirties that we want mm-hmm. that but you got to remember of when it airs it's, it's just like here in the United States you're not going to see a extremely violent Spider Man cartoon appear at the four p.m. slot or something like that here in the United States exactly. if if you're expecting that you're going to expect disappointment <laughs> you just got to go to Netflix and not everything's right. Netflix or Netflix so that's right that's right hey look yeah. I I'm kind of bummed that we got to wait a year. But you yeah. know, it is what it is. Yeah, <laughs> but I'm sure. I'm, I'm sure it might have been just production issues, especially yeah. since they were producing the movie recent, like the most recent yep. movie and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. I'm sure that and the pandemic they didn't help <laughs> with like production. So no. I'm, I'm guessing no. that season six is where really we're seeing the how production is hitting the anime industry because a lot of yep. it feels like a lot of these announcements weren't for the spring or no. or summer. It was a lot all of, for the fall, fall. Like so, fall and winter. Yeah. yeah. So so again, it, it's just kind of maybe like quietly we're seeing how production may, may, might have delayed a lot of things that would have usually debuted in the spring or summertime. I think we're going to have to get used to it, Kevin, because as these variants keep coming at us, I don't see things getting back to normal schedule wise for a lot of uh, the production of, yeah. of our entertainment. I don't think that's kind of a realist, yeah. realistic expectation to have in the next year or two. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And it, and it kind of just shows that like, maybe this is what uh, 
really ramifications of pandemic long term of like production for things that were already in production already planned out maybe was a little bit easier for things that were in production and and storyboarded and all that stuff because now they're actually dealing with the remote from work from home when it comes to a lot of all everything that goes into production whereas before they maybe have had some of the storyboards had things to work off of this time with the stuff that's coming out in 2022 yep they're working like brand new they're not working from like the details that they previously had in 2019 and 2018 and stuff like that. Yeah, absolutely. So, um, all right. Awesome. And then for really the other new, my hero academia news and probably even the more notable, my hero academia news that we've got to close out, uh, jump festa was that Kohei, uh, Horikoshi announced that he has a year left of stories in my hero academia, at least at the moment. Um, he was quoted during a, a panel from, and this was actually read by, Izuku Midoriya's um, Japanese voice actor, Daiki Yashishida, he uh, said, um, Horikoshi's quote was, if Hero, Acad- which Hero Academia uh, continues to progress smoothly in just about exactly a year from now, it will meet its goal. That's the situation. If it doesn't go smoothly, I think Yashi- uh, Yamashita-kun will be reading out the exact same letter from me next year at Jump Festa. So just again, just kind of getting into that Horikoshi does have about a year's worth of stories in his head right now. Um, and along with that quote, uh, Daiki Mashita also um, mentioned that uh, in the message that you could expect some big things coming from Katsuku uh, 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 Bakugo. Um, and there's a big scene that's going, people are going to love. I'm not, since he is the anime voice actor, maybe that's going to be, he's teasing out season six. And that's what I'm, that, that's yeah. more of my guess. But it would be interesting yeah. to see if, like, maybe he knows something about the manga as well. But again, now that that I think that out of everything that we saw in Jump Fest, this is the biggest news of, of them all that we only have, yeah, like, yeah. at least Horikoshi has plans for at least a year's worth of stories, which would be about 52 chapters. Um, yep. And again, he, he did leave that caveat that maybe this quote will be read again next year if things don't go smoothly, <laughs> which I would guess that it would be like some editors telling him, hey, we should extend stuff or. <laughs> or things like that because we we know that from in the past i mentioned that with with bleach with bleach yeah. that that's kind of what happened with bleach and hopefully horikoshi is able to tell the story that he wants and it doesn't he's not forced to extend it beyond what his plan is oh, but right um it, it is interesting that horikoshi is already announcing that like we are at very much at the end and the final act saga is not going to have that many story arcs compared to others right so rock and what did you think I, of horikoshi's quote here you know all good things come to an end eventually, Kevin. And I think, I think this is, I think this is Horikoshi kind of letting the the, the fandom know. Look, uh, I I know this. You guys adore this manga. I love making it, but you know, I I only have a finite amount of words in my head for this story and these characters, and uh, you know. The end is coming. Don't don't expect me to be uh, uh, creating another One Piece that goes on for twenty years and has a you know one thousand plus chapters. And I'm not surprised by that either. I, I you can, as you're reading my Hero Academia, there is a logical end to the story. Now, now look, is this universe big enough? Could Horikoshi you know focus on a different set of characters or a different aspect of this universe? Absolutely. Could Horikoshi do a time jump and continue on with the characters older? Sure, that's 
definitely possible. Could he even say, you know, do a time jump and focus on a new incoming, you know, class of freshmen at my hair, you know, at, at UA. Sure. There's a lot he could do, but I think this particular story, Kevin, it, it does have a definitive ending in, you can tell it has a definitive ending. Yeah. And then it just kind of also goes back to Horikoshi is a little bit different than most Magaka because as much as he's talked about how he's inspired by Naruto and and One Piece and thing and other manga that he grew up reading, or like he's um, been assistant to before my hero academia, um, He's also a fan of American comics. He's talked about how yes. he loves Marvel. Like he's come yep. here to New York Comic Con. He, I've heard his New York Comic Con panels are always like the biggest ones at, at yeah. that convention <laughs> and things like that. And I think he was at San Diego Comic Con, which was also the same thing. Yeah. Was, um, and so Horikoshi does have those American sensibilities, and he yeah. like it seems like he grew up also reading more like Marvel comics because even if you read like the My Hero Vigilantes, uh, mm-hmm. um spinoff that he he doesn't write but he does um get a storyboard with the with the creator of that uh, of vigilantes and that series very much is feels like spider his version of spider-man in my hero academia with the main Uh, character um and so he does have a lot of that sensibilities which comes with that like most comic book writers will have like what maybe like five five years if they're lucky of of stories and things like that so like when it comes to longer runs and it right. does seem like he works in that type of storytelling of like, I have runs, I have story arcs that are going to not be as long as most mangas. Like my story arcs are, we just came off of the Star and Stripe story arc, which was really like what, six or seven chapters. It wasn't that long. Yeah. And no. It was still impactful, but it seems like yeah. he li- likes doing that type of stuff compared to other mangas that have long, almost year long stories going on. Like one right. piece. Uh, <laughs> not yes. to call that too much out again. Cause again, that, that's just how he works as a creator. Right. Um, and so again, I'm not surprised. And and we've talked about it in the past. He might just be knowing that he's reaching that point of not burnout, but maybe he'll get to that point if he tries to do more than he, he's already planned out. And it's a good thing that he recognized that. Yes, absolutely agree. I, 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 I'm totally fine with it. I, yeah. Will I be sad when this series is done? Of course I will be, but that's that's okay. That's the nature of the beast. Yeah, and it'll be interesting too because we, like I mentioned, we do also have that vigilante spinoff that's also going on right now. That's monthly. It'll be interesting mm-hmm. if that en- that ends up ending next year because they haven't really announced it. It's continued to s- say like it, it looks like it's yes. coming to an end with that with that manga series. So maybe we'll see vigilantes and before my the my, my hero academia and we do see that Horikoshi does. With vigilantes, that he if he trusts the creator to work on something, maybe he'll step off um, My Hero Academia and maybe just be the cre- the creative force behind it, and then just let other mm-hmm. creators work on the franchise. And as long as he storyboards things, because yeah. it seems like he, he he at least has that trust with doing the spinoff of My Hero Vigilante. So, and it's Absolutely. and I, I do enjoy My Hero Vigilante. We haven't reviewed it really on the on the podcast, but I have enjoyed what I've read of it. So yes, um, I and agree. I. It would it would be an interesting change up of what mangas normally do with with manga cause if like he's yeah. having those almost United States sensibilities of like let, I created this but I could let other creators work on my projects. He, he can just serve as the creative director. Yeah, for a title, there's no yeah. reason why he couldn't. Could be kind of like Robert Kirkman type thing. Yeah, or, or uh, Tom McFarlane has done yeah. that throughout yeah. his career. Just might be the creative director of Spawn, but not actually have to be the guy doing the you know the day to day work on on the story and the art. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, it, and and I'm sure that maybe that that might be something, especially with his quote here of like how he mentioned that uh, everything goes smoothly. So I'm sure that part of that is smoothly is working with his editors. So, oh, yeah, no doubt <laughs> about that. No stuff, doubt. So. 
no doubt. And, and that would that would be an avenue because, like you said, and My Hero Academia does. Out of all the mangas that we read, I think My Hero Academia, especially the big ones, feels yep. like it does have an endpoint. It does have like yes. always feels like we're going we're heading towards that end instead of Absolutely. that end is being far out of reach. It feels like it isn't in reach. It's just about us getting to that yeah. point. And whereas like something like One Piece or Case Closed or these other mangas that have been going on forever, like you could see how oh the manga can stretch it out a little bit more yeah. because he's doing oh, this, this, and this or introducing more characters. It feels like Horikoshi's like introduced the characters he needed to introduce, and now it's just Absolutely. about getting us to that end, the 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 you know chapter whatever he plan, plans for the finale of My Hero Academia. Absolutely. So. Well, again, it's going to be interesting. It's going to be sad whenever My Hero Academia ends. I know for a lot of fans that oh, a lot of first animes, first animes or mangas for a lot of people, but it's, it's a good thing that he, he understands that. Maybe mm-hmm. it's better to end it uh, sooner rather than later when he fully burns out on it. <laughs> yes. Oh, God. Yes. I, I, I hate when uh, I hate when things uh, uh, get continue on past their uh, freshness date. It, it's always sad yeah. to see yeah. that. You know what I mean? Yeah, and and luckily right now it doesn't look like he's anywhere close to that. But oh no! And hopefully he is able to end the way he wants instead of it being stretched out because of decisions outside his control. Yeah, and we'll so. see. All right, awesome. <laughs> well, is there anything else uh, at Jump Fest that uh, stood out to you, Rock? That I we didn't cover here at this on this episode. Uh, no, that was it. I mean, look, uh, Kevin. Uh, unless unless my eyes deceive, I, I saw no Kanikamon news in there, so I have nothing else yeah. to say. <laughs> 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 yeah, no, but um, as always, Jump Festa bring, brings the hype, uh, really, and it's always exciting to close out the year with this festival. I'm glad that it's back and they're doing yeah. more stuff with it and just announcing all the projects that we should be excited for next year. So, because it's yep. re- very, very exciting to we're about to close out the uh, the the fall 2021 anime season and we're going to start the winter 2021 um, anime season or 2022 anime season here coming up next week. So. We're exciting times if you're an anime and manga fan right now. Um, and Absolutely. now before we close out this episode, I just want to remind people, we did do a, a, a recap of our, our Rock and I broke down our favorite 10 uh, mangas of, of the year. We each had our respective list. So you could check out that that episode right now on our the Manga Revolution podcast. Series, or you could go to Conquer Revolution to uh, find that episode as well. And next week, uh, Rock and I are going to be talking about our favorite 10 animes of the year um so we're mixing in some anime with into into the um the podcast so you could check that out next week um i'll be posting it'll be our last episode of the year it'll be our episode 20 so be on the lookout for that uh it's nice that we were able to that reach that 20 episode mark here for for the year um we did it yeah we did it and so it's you know, it'll be exciting for next year so keep an eye out for that i'll be that'll definitely be posted uh sometime next week uh probably monday or tuesday um, so just keep an eye out for that. And like I said, you could already listen to our top 10 manga of the year over it um, on our podcast fees. Um, but again, Rock, hopefully you have a good holidays week. We're here in the States. We're going to uh, do a long, nice long holiday, um, oh, yeah. holiday weekend coming up here. So hopefully you and your family enjoy that. And Kevin, you have to pray for me because I have both of my boys home on christmas break Uh-oh. now with me for two weeks so god say can, can you say a couple can you, can you light a couple of votive yeah. candles for me because i'm catholic light some votive candles say a few hail marys for yeah, me there you go. So, please just i'll, just I'll pray for you weeks. I'll, I'll pray for you just uh hopefully the disney gods are good to you <laughs> uh, but okay again like i said i hope everyone has a good holiday season and we'll catch you guys next week for our final episode of the year